everybody. Welcome to the That's Life pod with Kelly Murphy, also known as Mama, and Matt Murphy, also known as Dad. Hey, everybody. And um, if uh, my voice sounds a little different, I am actually um, on the telephone for this one. So Kelly and I are in different places, and that's going to play a little bit into what we're going to talk about today, but I welcome you to the That's Life pod as well. And um, just as a refresher, this is a podcast that our daughter, Abby Murphy, has created and has done a wonderful job um, every week uh, uh, building this podcast around the transitions of life uh, through a Christian lens. And uh, she is doing a college Maymester out in Hawaii. Uh, uh, her mom and I, Kelly and I, have been uh, taking over. And uh, we've got one weekend, Kelly, and hopefully that went okay. And we're on week two and excited to uh, uh, to walk through this one uh, this week. Yes, and we are starting with our life update, I guess. And our life update is last time we talked to you all, we were having a great weekend here at the beach. And now, as he said, as Matt said, we are um, separated. He had to go back to work, and I'm still here. So um, it was a fabulous weekend. We did some kayaking, a little boating, a little pickleballing. Um, what else, Matt? Dinners, walks. We just, uh, you know, the weather this year has really been um, all over the place. So it was nice to feel the sunshine. We had good weather. It was warm. Um that is where our oldest daughter Morgan is going to be getting married. We even went by the venue where she's going to get married down there. Uh, so that was um, uh, did some of that too, and uh, so um, so yeah, we got a lot in. Very cool. And I'm here now with my mom. She came after Matt left, and um, uh, my one of my very best friends, Ashley Rymel, and her daughter Jillian. And so we are having some fun. We are getting some work done. Um, it's definitely we're all working, and uh, but we're also finding some time for play. So it's uh, great, little great girl time we're having here. So, but I do miss Matt. And um, is that our update, Matt? Or do we have more? I, we have talked to Abby um, a lot uh, in Hawaii, and she is having a blast. Um, lots of experiences, new things, exploring the culture and the world out there which is great and they've had beautiful weather and um lots of beachy beachy fun vibes from her and also her um, boyfriend peter in israel on his maymester getting a lot of cool um pictures and a lot of uh cool stuff from him that we're seeing i saw a picture of him on instagram on a camel which was pretty awesome um so yeah, we're we're living our we're living vicariously through <laughs> the maymester kids even though ours is awesome too right dad yeah, there's been um, a lot of a lot of uh, groups from Belmont went to different places for these Maymesters, and um, we've been hearing a little bit about some others. Certainly, the two trips that that, uh, that they're on, we we're hearing much more about. And uh, yeah, uh, jealous. I would love <laughs> to be seeing these places and experiencing some of these things. But we're just happy that so many of these kids are getting uh, getting these experiences. And and certainly, Abby out in Hawaii, she's. Uh, getting a lot of time to do explore, uh, explore uh, Hawaii and get that experience. Um, I think she's supposed, to, well, don't think, she's supposed to be taking a couple classes and uh, <laughs> she gets the classwork in uh, when she can, but um, 
but yeah, I, I think it'll be a great experience. And but we're missing her. Yes. And uh, I think that was a little bit maybe transitioning into a little bit of what we were gonna we we're gonna talk about today. Exactly. And, uh, but before you do, let's say. Oh yeah, we've got to pray. Sorry. Open in yep. prayer, Matt. You or me? Yep. You want me to? Uh, please go ahead. Yeah. All right. Oh, dear Lord, thank you so much for this day, and just thank you for bringing us back and um, giving us the privilege to do another podcast. Um, Lord, we just ask that you speak through us, um, use us during this time um, to speak your message, and uh, just help us do well um, in serving you in this podcast and uh, doing for Abby during this time and helping her um, just fulfill her uh, duty in this. Um, we love you, Lord. We thank you. And we just ask that you got us through and, uh, just bless this podcast in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Felt a little fumbly there. Sorry. I mean, that was, no, funny. it was very good. It was very good. <laughs> I'm Kelly like, Oh, blah, blah, and, blah. Uh, yeah. No, off, to, off he, to a good start. He knows what I'm talking about. Like he knows I don't have to worry about it. Right. Always. Yes. Always. Okay. So back to where you were. No, I, I uh, no, that's great, and I, I didn't want to forget that part. But um, but no, we we thought that this week we talk a little bit, you know, again transitions of life and and uh, where our faith and this Christian lens plays a role in this. Um, it seemed timely and appropriate because Kelly and I are in two different places. Um, our daughters, as we have shared through the po- podcast, you know, they are both in Nashville, so they are not. Um, permanently at, at home anymore and now Abby over in, in Hawaii doing Maymester so we're kind of in all these different places and it just got Kelly and I thinking about our marriage and, and our life together um, uh, our married life together and with with kids that so when we got married uh, my in my career I've traveled my whole career so you know, Kelly and I really, from the very start, were, were pretty used to uh, being in, in two different places and, and me traveling. And, and, um, and there were periods where I traveled literally every week mm-hmm. and was gone every single week. And it does help if that, you know, happens right out of the, uh, right at the beginning from a, from a marriage because you get used to it early. But it's never, it's never really super easy. But um, Kelly and I also, I think our personalities lend themselves to, um, you know, that we're, we're both, we both have, uh, um, you know, independent parts of our personalities where, um, you know, being separated isn't, um, you know, isn't always a hardship, although we always miss each other when we're apart, but we've, we've always been, been able to be used to it and, and deal with it. But I, but I think a lot of people do struggle with it. And so, you know, how did we experience that? And, and Kelly, I'll ask you, I mean, what's your, just from that portion of it and just thinking about us for now, and then we'll talk about the the girls, but just us through our marriage. And we have spent a lot of time apart because of my travel and work Mm -hmm. and everything. You know, how did you experience that? And how do you, how how have you felt, how felt about it? Well, it's funny because when you started talking about it, excuse me, I thought, about the first time we were apart when we were dating and um we had not been dating you know five months or so four months and you went to work in wyoming at a dude ranch and i went back to my hometown and worked that was kind of our first experience and the reason i'm even starting there is because that you know thinking about it the 
relationship and long distance at that point and then thinking about other points you know marriage and all the different years of your marriage and it's different periods all the time you know when you're when you're in a five month <laughs> new relationship and you separate for a summer um, which a lot of college students and, and, and young people in their 20s are doing for the first times it, it really tells a lot when you separate and how you communicate and I will say from our little um, separation, which I say this kind of jokingly, um, we had to learn a lot too in communication. When, when you are doing long distance, all you have to rely on is communication because you're not together. And back in our day, we didn't have what these kids have today, FaceTimes and the cell phones and all that. We were relying on letters, and um, which you know is a little harder than what they have because they can actually get behind a screen and see each other's face when they're gone, which is wonderful. Um, but when we did have that, and you know this, Matt, no surprise to you, but one of my big things on miscommunication, even in letters, it was a simple thing on Matt's letters. He would write and have so much fun and all of his stories of the Dude Ranch, which is great. I'm glad he's having a blast, but he would sign his name Matt. There's no love. There's no mm, heart, smiley, anything. It's just Matt. And I read, <laughs> you remember that? You remember that, Dad? I, I do, I do. <laughs> and, but I, on my letters, and we had not said, we had not told each other we loved each other or anything. And I laughed, and I thought, well, I laugh now. I wasn't laughing then. I was kind of reading more into it, as girls do. I was like, oh, my gosh, he didn't even write love. Oh, my gosh, maybe he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't miss me. You know, I was being kind of crazy. And um, it's just interesting to think back at that time, because my letters were all signed love, by the way, just let you know, reminder. Um, but it, it, I got in my head and that kind of thing, communication got hard for us with that. And, you know, we did have to have some talks and, you know, that was one of our challenges, but moving past that, um, into marriage. But, but tell the other, the other part of that <laughs> side of that part, just before you move on is I'd always said, I wouldn't say I love you to anybody till I knew I was going to marry him. That was just always a thing for me. Yes. And um, and even in a letter, so it wasn't super intentional. But I think to your point, Kelly, and you're making a good one, is when you're apart, the way you communicate is so important because so much can be lost. Yes. In in sort of trying to read into things like that, like 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 you did, and I didn't even realize what I was doing. Um, I was just signing the letter. Well, difference in guys and girls, um, too. I mean, girls, guys are like, yeah, yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm signing Matt. That's my name. You know, like, girls are like, oh, my gosh. You know, it's just difference in men and women most of the time. But but I think you're you're calling out a very important part, which I like that you just did, which is that separation just means you have to really be very conscious about good communication and how you are and, and um, so that was one thing that we found out. And it, it probably, I haven't thought about it this way, but that probably did us a lot of favors in our marriage as mm-hmm. we got, um, well, once we got married and, and, and I started to travel, like I said, and I was gone, is um, we just got to be better communicators. Right. And I think, it, you know, when I say you start out there at five months, you also, the longer you're together, you're more secure. I mean, obviously, you get married, you're secure, you've committed, you know, everything's secure. Like when you're dating for five months, at that point, we didn't know we were marrying each other. I mean, you know, so it is, it's just kind of like that. But the more secure you are, the more everything and you do learn communication. But I do think it's, I don't know, it is important um, to keep talking to have your calls. Sometimes you need more or less. 
I don't know, Matt, as we've gotten older in our years, it isn't like we have to rely on our communication as much as, even though, I mean, we probably should, but like, just like the other day, we actually said, oh my gosh, he texted me. He's like, we didn't talk today. Are you okay? <laughs> you know, but that wasn't like a, are you okay? Like, are we okay? It was just like, is everything okay? Cause we both got really busy, but neither one of us felt, uh, oh my gosh, we didn't talk. And what does that mean? And so it's nice as you get older and you get more secure in your relationship, you know, you don't have, it doesn't have to be, but yeah, investing time is always a good thing. Dad, what about your thoughts? Well, I mean, it, I'm kind it, of... It, yeah, and I think I think uh, you're bringing up another part that relationships are different, and that's fine for them to be different. But back to the communication is try to. I, I think you and I did a, have always done a good job of saying to each other, you know, if we go a day without literally talking, um, you know, there's there's nothing nothing should be read into that, uh, you know that that um, you know it's just because. You know, maybe I got caught up with things, or you did, or, or whatever the circumstances. We don't, we don't get too worried about that. We have, you know, there are relationships that, if if you don't sort of set those guardrails for each other, and and uh, or or just lay the groundwork to communicate those things, then you know somebody could could take that, and it could be a point of conflict for your relationship. So, mm-hmm. um, so I think that's just something really important. Uh, in the way that uh, that you communicate with each other, and it and it kind of as we talk about you know these kinds of things through a Christian lens, you know sometimes we think of talking to God and and our faith is you know more formal prayer time, and it is that mm-hmm. is truly part of it, but just communicating you know we're talking about just communicating with God. There's a lot of similarities in this in terms of a relationship and your relationship with God and and what what faith means in in you and I's life and how I've developed, you know, a little bit later, but where I am now, which is in a better spot. And for me, it is it is a relationship, which means I have to communicate and it doesn't have to be super formal prayers matter of fact god i think like sometimes when you just chat with them and say hey god let me tell you about my day even though he knows but uh but but i think that's important and kind of a little transition to say how that overlaps uh faith in our lives and i love i love how you say that too because i mean the biggest long distance relationship is with you and god because he's He's there, even though long, I say long distance, I'm meaning the physicality of it, because he's with you, he's in you, so it's really, it doesn't have to be long distance, but um, but I do like that you said that too, Matt, just the communication with him, because, you know, I think a lot of days, and I, I would love to say that I communicate with God all day long, and we talk all the time, and, you know, but some days are not as good as others as far as my communication with him, and on those days, um, as with a relationship, if you, if you start dropping the ball, you notice it and you don't feel that, I don't know, I personally don't feel as much peace. I don't feel, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe the bad things creep in or the worries or the fears. And when you're close to God and you're talking to him, um, it, it seems a lot of that seems a lot better. Um, well, and I'll, and I'll uh, offer an example uh, that ties the two things we've been talking about together, you know, communicating and uh, sometimes separating it as a marriage and then with God. So I recall um, a couple of trips that I've traveled internationally and 
at that point, I'm on a completely different time zone than, than Kelly is. And so I went, I went in one particular trip. It was about a week I was out of the country. And we did, we were able to talk, but it was very short and only like, I don't remember, maybe one or two times that week. Mm -hmm. And um, I felt like, so we were mentioning earlier, you know, we could forget a day and not, or miss a day and it's no big deal. Well, you go a week and all of a sudden I noticed it. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I talked about that a little bit. So relating that to you know, from my own experience in talking to, to God, whether that's through prayer or just chatting with them or whatever it is, I think it's all prayer to me anyways. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, but if I go, you know, a day, um, okay. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to feel too guilty about it. I'll just, you know, but if I go a week, if I go 10 mm-hmm. days, if I go two weeks, I sort of think of that as a relationship with a friend or yeah. your significant other or your husband or your wife or whatever and it can put a strain on the relationship Mm -hmm. i don't think from god's side i think god is always with us always there waiting for you just to talk with him again but i can feel it if i go that long it feels like man something just doesn't feel like something's missing and something's off so um so anyways i just thought of that relationship between a couple things going about what you said about you know being out of the country and the time difference and all of that um, like Peter and Abby, for example, they have, I believe, a 12 or 13 hour time difference uh, with between the two places they are. And I do think, you know, especially these young people and relationships and stuff, um, you do have to make commitments and things to stay in touch and be um, intentional uh, about your conversations. But very cool with them. Um, they've found a way, even with their 12 hours, to definitely talk, but they also, which I think this is a great thing to involve with your partner, um, and Matt and I, I could say we could do better with this as well, but praying with each other, they find a way to pray even over the phone if they can't do it, like to, you know, uh, just voice to voice, even in a text. And I'm telling you, putting God in the center of any relationship, (laughs) you know, friendship, relationship, marriage, whatever, putting God in the center, it's gonna make it strong. And um, I just think that's a cool thing that they've come up with to be intentional about their relationship and their relationship with the Lord. And I just think that's pretty cool to have that and to just just that intentionality. Intentionality? Intention? Is that is that the right word? In, intentionality is fine. I'll take it. <laughs> um, anyway, just think that made me think of that with you talking about being out of the country and making time and, but the same thing, like you said, relating it to the Lord, you got to make the time you got to, um, for yourself, it betters yourself. It betters your relationship with him as well. Strengthens it. it. You know, it is, it is really funny to, and not to, uh, well, I guess I am going to, uh, pretty much indicate how old we're getting, but, (laughs) Um, you know, in the earlier years, you referenced it when we were dating, but even in the early years of, of being married and I'm traveling is, you know, I was finding the, you know, the hotel I was staying in the phone there or, mm-hmm. you know, from somewhere we didn't have the cell phones right. and, and all that. So you really had to, you really had to be, and, and you had to be by the phone to answer the phone. We didn't right. have texts and emails and yeah. social media and, uh, and cell phones to do that. But I think that's probably one advantage and one uh, positive thing about having that. So the example you just gave about about Peter and, and Abby or 
or strong relationships like that and that they could share experiences and prayer. I think all that's really neat and, and, and the, the, the technology where we are mm-hmm. in society with that kind of thing enables that. And, and I think we can uh, find a lot of faults and a lot of, of things that um, haven't turned out so great about some of that. But, mm-hmm. uh, but there is some positives to it as well to connect us as a society. I, I think that's, you know, one thing I think God wants for us is not only community, but, but, but wants these kinds of relationships that we have and not, not, go through things alone mm-hmm. and so so things that help connect us i i, I think are are, are are positive and and help make those bonds right um and you matt we i think I and we can still talk about us and stuff but as we were talking about our long distance and over the years the different types of you know phases of our long distance times that we've had um as our children have left and currently right now abby in hawaii this is the most long distance that we have had with her and and with Morgan now being a year out of our house into the real world into her job in life uh, long distance and so we are entering that world with our children of long distance and you know they're not un- living under our roofs anymore and it's not like you come home and you just talk so you do again have to be intentional with your children and even with Abby uh, and in Hawaii, I don't want to make her have to feel like she has to talk to me all the time or whatever. So we text and sometimes I'll even say a good morning text, whether she's in the middle of the night or what, you know, there's these little things. But the other day, because I haven't really been doing letters, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to write her a letter and text and just kind of because good and bad about the phones and technology, like you kind of get in the habit of, oh, good morning. Hey, you okay? Oh, and it's all that short and sweet. But the, the cool thing about letters is you really kind of when you write a letter, you're not expecting any answers immediately. You're just kind of saying what's on your mind, the, the one-way conversation. And so the other day in bed, I just kind of pretended I was writing her a letter, but in the text. And it was kind of nice because I, I just got to tell her all these things and my thoughts and my prayers for her and everything. And, um, you know, she was like, oh, that was kind of cool, you know. So different ways and being creative and trying to keep in touch. And But, yeah, so how do you feel about the long distance with daughters because obviously for you too with you working and um your time is not as free and and able to adapt to like i mean i can literally when the girls call or when they text i can drop anything you might be in a meeting you might be in this so how about you on that end of uh the long distance with your daughters i um i don't know that i've uh expressed this to them directly like this um, and should have, but it's been, it's been hard. I've, I miss them. I miss them. Um, I miss them so much. And, um, I think what we were talking about earlier with you and I, and we started our marriage right off the bat, I traveled right off the bat. I traveled a lot. Um, I guess you kind of get used to some things. Uh, this reminded me that, um, this one has been harder to get used to. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I, I'm not particularly proud of this if I go back in hindsight and, and realize I should have been doing this, but I do that now too. I'll write them about, you know, um, how is your evening? How are you doing? Um, we just wanted to say hi, just thinking of you, just wanted you to know how proud I am of you or, or whatever the, the messages are. And when they were living at home, um, I didn't, I, I, I don't know that I was as intentional about that that kind of thing 
So maybe um, you can even grow closer. <laughs> Sometimes you yeah, can find more it's, closeness it's, it's that, with the, the distance. The separation has a way of, of doing that sometimes. Now, again, I, what I'm saying is maybe someone out there can learn from, from me, and, and maybe if someone young and when you have a family or should you have a family or those that are listening to do, um, you know, maybe – uh, learn from where I think I would have liked to have been more intentional about that when they were at home, but it's never too late. And but you um, know what? So, well, go ahead, finish your thought. No, just just so all, all I was gonna say is is that uh, now that they have uh, made this transition in their lives, um, I, I have enjoyed the impact on me in terms of wanting to communicate with them more frequently and make sure that they know how much, how proud I am of, of each of them and, and, and how much mm-hmm. I love them. Right. Um, one thing I was thinking when you were saying that, though, isn't it the truth, though, that you, I think this is for everybody in this world, when things are right in your hand and you, you're they're right there with you, uh, we tend to take things for granted. I mean, you take, like, when things are just, like, you're all under the same roof. Everybody comes home. Everybody lives together. You see each other every day, come in and out of the house. You know, you just... You just take it for granted. You don't just soak in all of that time. You don't, because you, you just expect coming and going, coming and going. I mean, even I think about another relationship is when we lived back in Atlanta and we were two blocks down the road from my parents and we saw them all the time. And it was very, though, um, maybe not always as intentional because it was you pop in, you pop out, you whatever. And then when we had to move to Kentucky um, and had that distance, Visits became more intentional, you know, and you, you really spent time. You talk on the phone. It's just, I think it's just part of it. It's like how it goes. You So, so sometimes these things, you do just grow when you're, you, you, I don't know. Does that, am I making sense here? Yeah, yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's absolutely true. And um, being, um, you know, being a part does make you more conscious of, of certain things. Uh, and, um, I think it's just being present in the relationship and, and, um, and sometimes, um, some, sometimes it's, it is a bit of maybe taking it for granted. And I related a little bit. Sometimes I think about that with my, uh, just speaking for myself, my relationship with God and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and faith is when, when things are going good in life, yeah. that's the, that's the point in time where I can tend to take God for granted and mm-hmm. when things get challenging and there's struggles is when I go to him and ask for help mm-hmm. that's what he wants us to do is come to him and ask for help right. but I think he also wants us to be as engaged with him when things are good too so right. it's kind of all the time and, I, and I need to do a better job of that but that's what it kind of reminded me of yeah he wants to share in the joys he wants to share in the all of it every bit every piece of it just like a parent like we talked about last week the um, when you just relate God as your parent, your father in heaven, he wants to, he wants it all. And he wants you to ask for it all. He wants to talk to you about it all. He wants all, he wants it all. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what else, what else do we have? Well, um, I think that's, uh, uh hopefully some, some good, uh, life experience, um, and maybe we've offered a few things for folks to think about. I try, well, you know, I think I think it's relating this idea of 
being comfortable with the relationship you're in and realizing that um, if it's got a strong foundation and better even if it's a foundation that includes faith in God, I think that Mm -hmm. we believe that that makes it even stronger, Mm -hmm. that um, these transitions in life and periods in life, whether it be work-related or just other it could be families, it could be whatever that, that creates temporary separation um, or just being in two different places or, you know, like in our case, a lot of travel, whatever it is mm-hmm. that your relationships are going to absolutely going to be strong enough and will endure um, all of those things and in most cases even get stronger. Right, right. Um, this I was trying to look up, y'all might have heard me going tick, tick, on my phone uh you know when it says in the bible the court of three strands um joining the man the woman and god in marriage is there's that's in ecclesiastes but it's probably in some other places too but i'm just pulling this up real quick but um talking about putting god in the center uh not only of marriage relationships other relationships but it just you know the three strands and when he's there uh it's just uh the cord of three strands is not quickly broken. <laughs> so, uh, and when God is that third strand there in the middle of whatever relationship that is, I think that that is that is the strength. And so that is a key. That's a key ingredient. In, ingredient. <laughs> ingredient. Ingredient. Um, yes, ingredient to your. Um, I'm looking at this too. It's uh, it says cord of three strands. God's not. Um, though one may be overpowered, two can defend through one may be over though through though though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Yeah, that's Ecclesiastes four twelve. So anyway, like kind of yeah, cool. Like but um, hey, well, no, this has been good, Kelly. Hopefully, um, hopefully, uh, it was a um, good uh, good discussion for everybody today. One last thing. This is one of my random pop-ins, okay? So, and it won't go forever, Matt, so don't worry. I know you, Matt, has to be somewhere, and I, you know we're doing this long-distance thing right here, so I will be respectful. But one thing in talking to God, chatting with God, um, this is just, like I said, a random thought that some things that we've experienced lately that have shown this. Please, if you're out there thinking, God, um, that some prayers are too... Uh, not important to pray and you feel like you can't go to God for these things. We've had some experiences lately that on another podcast, maybe we'll share that have really just proven that God does. (laughs) He answers all the prayers, big and small. And though, you know, you may say, you may be the person that says, Hey, in this uh, situation, I don't feel like this is not as important as something else. God needs to be tending to so-and-so or this person, that person. When you need something, go to him, no matter how big or small, just ask. I know that's a random thing, but it just came to me. So all, no, it's always good to hear. Always, always hear. ask, always ask in the tiniest things, and you would be surprised. You will see him shining some great light if you do that. So that that just came into me. I'm, I know it's not really on topic, but there you go. That's life, right? I'm throwing it in. So yeah, Matt, I'm glad that we could work this out. Um, we were we were a little concerned at how this was all going to play out. I hope y'all can hear everything well since we're doing this all through phone and um, speakerphone and everything well, I'm, else. I'm going I'm to assume it went great and I'll look forward uh, because I do miss you and I'll look forward for us to get uh, be back in, in Bowling Green together and 
Yes. We will be um, together for the podcast the next week, next and we look one. forward to seeing everybody uh, for the next That's Life podcast. That's right. And Jesus loves you, and we love you, and that's life. Thank you.